on today's episode, we're going to be talking about target focusing. Welcome to the Mind Your Self-Defense Podcast, where my goal is to teach men and women how to gain confidence by connecting to their inner badass. I am your host, Sensei Andrew. I am a Black Button Krav Maga uh, NRA firearms instructor, a U.S. Navy veteran, and owner of Rides Above Self-Defense. By using interviews with industry professionals, self-defense students, product reviews, and personal experience, I can help guide you to your badass. All right, target focusing. Um, it's not just target focusing. It's more target focusing, closest target, closest weapon. So what I mean by that is that if you are clinched up, you guys are wrestling, it wouldn't make sense to do a head kick. Um, that shouldn't be the move that you're thinking about. If you're clinched up, use your closest weapon and focus that uh, attention to that target. So um, if you're clinched up, like I said, a headbutt or an elbow or an uppercut something like that would probably be more effective than trying to throw a head kick when you guys are so close together um don't get me wrong i've seen people that could do it you could be standing right next to the person literally touching and they could kick you in the head i've seen it done um but most people can't do it and i'm one of them okay uh, if you guys been listening to the podcast for a while, you guys know I can't kick to the head, which is fine. I don't need to. I do do a couple kicks, but those are mainly for the legs, to the legs. Um, but if you can't kick to the head, do it. But majority of the people cannot. Okay. Um, but with that being said, you got to understand the concept of closest weapon closest target if you're not in a clinch and you're able to kick someone in the head it will make sense for you to try to land a head kick most people who on the receiving end of a head kick cannot block a head kick or if they do they're not going to block it 100 percent. so that head kick is still going to affect them okay um, but it doesn't make sense to, if you're separated, instead of going for a head kick, trying to punch them in the knee, it doesn't make sense because you have, they're, they have more targets that are closer to you than you trying to go overexert yourself to trying to achieve that one punch to the knee. I know it's a, it's an over-exaggeration, but I want you guys to understand the whole concept of closest weapon, closest target. If you're back in the clinch situation that we talked about earlier, and you want to land a knee, maybe it would be easier if you 
use one of your knees against their knee to buckle them to bring them closer to you so you could lower them down so you could actually throw a good knee the closest weapon closest target mentality it might not be a one a one-time thing what i mean by that is like you could set it it could be like multiple steps so like the scenario i just laid out for you guys if you want to throw a knee to the stomach or to the head you have to get them low enough so you can do that so you might have to break their posture by giving them a knee to their leg or a groin kick or a knee to the groin or a knee to the stomach something to make them buckle uh, buckle over in front of you so you could get them low enough so you could deliver that knee to the head so you might have to set it up some things might not need setups so maybe your your goal is to give them a knee to the groin so if you have the clinch and you you're in a good position then deliver that knee to the groin so that's the closest weapon was your knee and the closest target is the groin it doesn't have to be a setup situation but it can be it's just a good rule to follow because it will simplify the fight for you and it'll make your strikes more effective because everything you're doing is delivering some kind of impact it doesn't have to be knockout power impact um, it could just be shock value impact it doesn't matter what kind of impact you give your opponent the impact you give them still has to get processed through their brain so i have had uh, situations where i was training with uh, women and if they grab my arm and they happen to have nails they dig their nails into my arm it's not excruciating pain it's not pain where i'm gonna pass out or anything but i still have to process that pain and it makes me uncomfortable so if i'm uncomfortable i'm processing that information and it's benefiting the person that's causing that pain to me so it doesn't have to be knockout power but i still have to deal with it if it's getting done to me my brain is my body's still going to feel the pain and my brain still needs to process the pain so i've also had where women if they don't have nails um, and they grab my arm in a clinch they pinch they pinch and you know anybody who's been pinched knows that it could hurt and they're not doing it to knock me out they're doing it to make my brain have to process the pain and when i'm processing the pain i'm not focusing on hitting them so that's the whole purpose 
as you know i've talked about before that the brain is the computer for the uh, computer of the body so if you give me so much information i'm going to slow down and eventually i'm going to crash so that's the whole purpose of inflicting pain like it doesn't have to be superpower pain or whatever you're going to knock me out pain it's just pulling your hair um pinching scratching all that stuff is felt so you have your brain has to process it so a good a good uh scenario would be if we are starting from a fight so we're separated and i'm able to land a head kick i land a head kick then i move in for a clinch then i give you a knee to your knee so my inside knee to your outside knee sorry my inside knee to the inside of your knee to your leg to make you buckle then when i'm clinching you i pull you down i give you another knee to the stomach and another knee to the face um then i either pull you forward to make you uh do a face plant or i have to change your posture going backwards to take you down the other way either way that every time i hit you so my head kick you're processing the head kick as you're processing the head kick i should already be kicking your knee either using my knee to hit your knee or kicking your knee and then as you're processing that kick to the knee i should be kicking you in the groin or kneeing you to the groin and then as you're processing that you should have the knee to your head already to your face and then as you're processing that you should be on the ground that's what i mean that every time i'm doing something and you're processing something you are not doing something to me so the whole point is is if you're effective with your strikes you're going to conserve energy and you're going to end the fight faster the whole goal is to end the fight as fast as possible okay and you want to make everything count so even if you're just reaching to grab their shirt it shouldn't just extend your arm and grab the shirt when you grab that shirt there should be impact it's almost like punching them with an open hand grabbing their shirt they should feel that impact of your hand slamming into their chest while you grab their shirt it's not just a, oh i'm going to extend my hand and grab their shirt make them pay for everything everything should be a strike everything should hurt them it doesn't matter if it hurts them on 1% of pain or 100% it just make them hurt any little thing a slap a scratch a bite any of that stuff they have to process that but you should overwhelm them with processing stuff so make them feel like they're fighting 10 of you because 
you're moving and you're effective with your stuff and the way you achieve that is being target focused closest weapon closest target if you use that you will be in much better shape than most people so again use your attention to whatever your closest weapon is to your opponent's closest target okay so it it takes practice guys because i know that most people especially when they're new they go for headshots head hunting and even people who have been training for a long time like going head hunting it has the cool factor and it has a knockout factor but body shots hurt leg shots hurt there's other ways to defeat your opponent and you just have to make it make sense for yourself because you're being effective you're not using a lot of effort and you're being efficient with your strikes and your movement and the impact that you're making them feel okay like I've said before the two ways to win a fight is you either knock out your opponent so you take their consciousness which means knock them out or you take their heart or their will to fight and if you overwhelm someone because you're hitting them so often or making them process so much pain it doesn't matter how minute it is if you make them process that um, you are increasing your odds of winning the fight because they're not going to be worried about hitting you they're going to more than likely they're going to shell up and just defend against what you are doing to them that's a win for you because if they're shelled up and um, they're just taking whatever you're giving them they're not hitting you back so that's a win for you so you got to be effective and efficient with your strikes and uh, have a plan focus on the target that's closest to you not the one that's going to give you the more bang for your buck death by a thousand paper cuts that's another way to look at it is just be so vicious and agile that you're moving around that they can't pinpoint where you're going because most people are going to protect their head a lot of people do not know how to protect their body and body shots hurt and you could you could knock someone out of the fight you can't knock them out physically by giving them a body shot but you could hit them in the body especially a liver shot and they'll drop to the floor and they're not going to want to fight after that okay you could punch them in the stomach and knock the wind out of them and they're not going to want to fight after that so you can end the fight with body shots um if you kick out someone's knee or uh 
kick their legs so many times that they can't put weight on it the fight's pretty much over so it's just there's a lot of ways to neutralize your opponent without having to go for the head shots look i'm not saying if you have an opportunity and their head is there and that's their closest target then feel free to use your closest weapon to that target your closest weapon would be a, a headbutt uh an elbow uh, uh, a punch whether it be straight or a hook uppercut whatever take it if that's the target that's available and you have the weapon there use it but if it's not the closest target then find the closest target that is available and use your closest weapon to that target and then transition to the next available target because once you hit someone they're going to move or you're going to move so your target is going to change if they don't move then keep repeating the same move until you either end the fight or until they move but you just have to be flexible enough to that and i mean flexible not physically flexible i mean mentally flexible where you can adjust because the fight is constant it's constantly moving so you need to be able to constantly adjust to it so if you're if you landed that knee to the to their leg and say they move towards you to come in to kind of relieve some of that pressure then you need to change your target on them and use whatever weapon is closest to that particular target and once you land that shot pick another target choose another weapon or use the same weapon to whatever the new target is and you just keep doing that and like i said you're going to knock them out or you're going to take their will to fight and they're going to shell up and they're just going to defend just cover their head and you can pretty much do whatever you want after that to end the fight but the whole thing is that they're not hitting you as you're doing that that's why you have to make them process so much impact the impact doesn't have to be knockout power guys i have to tell you guys a lot of people think that every move has to be knockout power that's not true okay and i've talked about this before in other episodes if you know that your move is not going to hit not going to make contact then throw it at like 10 percent power don't throw it at 100 percent because you're burning extra energy for no reason if you especially if you know it's not going to hit you've seen in martial art movies where people would do a spin kick and they know it's not going to hit they're doing it just so they could get close because it makes that person have to respond to the movement so they're doing the spin kick 
the first one they know is not going to land. It's the second or the third spin kick they're going to do that they're counting on to land. So you're setting up stuff. That is a really, really good strategy to have. But when they're doing the spin kick and they know it's not going to land, they're not doing it at 100% speed. They're probably doing it maybe 50, 60%. Because why spend 100% energy on something that's going to give you zero um, in return? So if you do it at 50% to achieve your goal, which is to get closer, and then your second kick, you could deliver that at 100% because you have a better chance of getting... um, rewards for it right so if you hit them at a hundred percent on your second kick now that they're closer you're probably going to get 50 to 70 percent if not a hundred percent results so if you're 10 feet away from them it doesn't make sense to make a spin kick a hundred percent energy when you know you're not going to hit them Save your energy till you get closer. So that analogy, you could do multiple spin kicks until you get in to range, or you could run to close the gap to maybe five feet and then start your spin kicks. Or you could get into like three feet and then start your spins. Just have a plan. Use your use your mind in the sense of understanding how you're going to control your fight and I mean if you follow the formula of closest target closest weapon it simplifies the fight a lot for you because it cuts out the what should I do mindset when I'm when I'm throwing punches or someone's throwing punches back at me. If I have that, okay, I'm just gonna hit whatever target is closest to me with whatever weapons available to me for that target, it just simplifies it that much more. So it gives you better odds of surviving the fight. So I hope that makes sense for you guys. Again, the concept is closest weapon, closest target. If you match those up, you guys will increase your chances of winning a fight. So pay attention to that concept and develop it and whatever works for you. Okay? It's just a suggestion to make your your fighting mindset a little simpler you don't want to overthink stuff because when stress and adrenaline kick, kick uh, kicks in you're gonna forget stuff so if you maintain this concept and this mindset you increase your odds by a lot so thanks for listening and next week's topic i will be telling you guys about how to choose your proper sparring gear 
and gloves and all that kind of stuff. Um, like always, if you have any questions, comments, collab ideas, um, topic ideas, send me an email, andrew at riseabovesoutdefense.com or visit the website www.riseabovesoutdefense.com and remember, only you can unleash your inner badass.